song would you like to talk about next? Ooh, well, I would like to do the song Grace. And I know I'm about my niece. It's also not recorded, but okay. um, I'm kind of in this place in my songwriting right now where like it was a lot of those six songs recorded. But like I'd been writing songs here and there for a while. And so it took a while to compile those songs and it took a while to record those songs. And while I was recording those songs, I was also writing new stuff. And so it's been, yeah, it's been about a year since the Porterhouse came out. And so all those songs were in production about a year ago. And then um, they came out in the EP this spring, but some of those songs are like five, six years old. To me, like there's these songs like, songwriter a lot since some of those songs were recorded not saying they're not good i love them they're my song children and i love them but there's also like this new material that i'm coming up with that i'm really excited about and i'm very proud of as far as my um it's just i just feel like i'm in this new chapter of songwriting that's just so much better than it was i would like to think that i'm getting better and not worse at this so (laughs) so yeah i have a song about my niece that i would like to play for you
So that's your niece, Grace. Yeah, her middle name is Grace. So. My daughter's middle name is Grace. My her Grace. That's I, and that song has that's taken. <laughs> Layla's <laughs> already taken, so <laughs> I wrote about Grace. <laughs> I like the way it opens with the dandelion. Mm-hmm. It seems like a child thing to do. <laughs> is the song just about? A child, or is it about grown-ups, too? Ooh, no one's ever asked me that before. Um, I wrote this song about my niece as a child. She's six. She's going to be seven soon. But, like, when she, when she was born, I wanted to write a song about her. But I was also my first niece, nephew. It was, like, super important. And so I put this, like, weird onus on it. Like, it has to be, it has to be good. Because I can't just write a song for my niece that's, like, just okay. And so it took me six years <laughs> to get around to it. And I just, I never even tried to write it because I was just like, I don't even know where to start. And then one day I sat down and it just like, I was like, okay, I'm gonna write a song today. I've got like some time to have the house to myself. Let's do this. And it just like hit me. Hey, I'm gonna write Layla's song. I'm gonna write it about her. The cool thing about her being six in writing it, which was better than when she was born, is that I know her so much better as a person now. Like, it was easy because she about her that makes her her and unique that I was just like, oh, well, she's like a wild child flower. She loves nature. She loves butterflies. She loves to catch bugs and lizards. And that is so work with (laughs) and so it's it really is it's truly about her as a child and as a person and like what makes her special it really is just a tribute to her in her uniqueness and it's interesting that you asked me that because it's like things like probably are going to be evergreen with her you know like these are the things that make her her and will probably make her her for a long time you know as she grows and evolves but I don't I never thought of it from the perspective like for me it's truly just when I play it, I think about her and I think about those images and the lightning bolt line where it's you know, a white hot lightning bolt makes me laugh every time because she is just like quick on the draw with these. She's so smart and she'll just correct you. Like when she was three, we were playing with these like she loves like animal figures, the ones that are um, realistic, not like pink and blue or whatever. They have to be realistic. And we were playing with these like white toys and someone said like oh the shark's gonna get you and she just goes uh that's an orca like so specifically i'm like you're three like how like and that's like kind of like white hot lightning bolt where i'm like she's beautiful big little sprinkle of freckles on her cheeks and but also like just quick as a whip like it's not a shark it's a whale yeah (laughs) and it's an orca specifically (laughs) so it's like you can't get anything by her and about her that she's just she's just gonna keep us on her toes always there's this childlike wonder at nature in dandelions and spider webs and Mm -hmm. like as a grown-up those are weeds yeah that you you know you think about them differently Mm -hmm. than when you're grown up you're like, I need to get all those cobwebs off my front porch and she's like (laughs) look at this cool thing (laughs) and there's that and so to me, it does actually set the the story about a, a, a child's worldview. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, it, I mean, that's awesome. 
I love that. <laughs> it, it It is definitely her worldview. It is, I guess it is a lens, like for me to say that she's, she's every color in the sunset. She's a constant state of change. Um, you know, I guess that's my world as it is experienced through her. So, you know, like, I mean, that's kind of true of all songs, right? Like as much as it is about her, it's about my perception of her in through the world I experience. So yeah, my adult experience through these magical things that she still looks at as magical. And like, maybe I could stand to do that too. This song didn't get a lot of rewrites per se. It's fun. It was written in the third person for a while. So it was, she's every color in the sense that she's a constant state of change. She's delighting all those things. Um, and I played it at, at this, I was at this camp called song school, Rocky mountain song school, play a song on the main stage. Well, not the main stage, but the stage that we have. And this was a song I played and my friend Wyatt Espelin played violin on it. And it was so beautiful. I actually, when I wrote it, I was like, I'm gonna leave space for Wyatt to play violin on this someday dream my dream came true and it was lovely I had a great time playing it the sound was always magical and it was really fun and then I get off stage and there's this guy there his name's Pat Patterson and he's an instructor at Berkeley so he teaches at Berkeley he teaches and I've taken classes from him before and I love his um approach to songwriting and I'm definitely drinking the Pat Patterson Kool-Aid I'm on board with his message about songwriting and some people can take his maybe not so much constructive criticism as just plain criticism, <laughs> but I've worked with him before. And so I really appreciate anything as to say, like, he's not, he's not super complimentary. He's more there to like help you be a better songwriter than he is all the time. So I play the song and I get off the stage. I'm singing, you know, she's every color in the sunset. She's a constant state of change is how I performed it. And he just comes over to me after I get off stage and people are like, Oh, great job. And he comes over and he's like, I want you me. And so I turn to him, I say, Pat, you're every color in the sunset. <laughs> and he's like, no, it's song needs to be in direct address. So he's saying the song needs, you know, it's a powerful song. It's got great imagery, but say it to me. So say it instead of saying in the sunset, say you're every color in the sunset. Not, not terrible, terribly a lot to rewrite. Like I just had to change some pronouns and I like got it all figured out, but it was crazy. Like for me writing about my niece, tell the world how great she is. I'm like, I should just tell her how great she is. And so I switched everything to like me to I and you. And it just like, the song was like, okay, now it's done. Like it's done. Like no question about it. Like, so that was a really cool, like just, but it was really, it was a huge compliment for Pat Patterson to get up out of his chair to come over and tell me that I needed to make a change. <laughs> so have you played the revised version for Pat? And did he say I it's done? I okay, well. I don't know. <laughs> but I, he was very like, that like to me is like a huge compliment because he, he doesn't do that. So that was like really cool that he offered up such sage advice, it, unsolicited. Not to denigrate the song, but the, the from she to you makes it much more of a Hallmark message. <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, you, you don't buy a card at the store for someone and, and it says, Great. You know, <laughs> yeah. You, you buy a card that says you're great. Yeah. It's, you know, it's funny. it turns it into a message. Right. As opposed to a news reporting. Right. And like, there's, there's something to it. Like there's a time and a third person is going to make sense. 
Um, and that's like one of Pat Passon's like met, like one of his big lessons. He's like, run it through every iteration, run it through she, he, they run it through I, you run it through, um, you know, like even further and tell a story from, you know, a narrator's perspective like that. And then to run it through these different perspectives, um, is, is a standard Pat Patterson trope, but it's just funny. Like, I really love this song. I'm really happy with it. But when I was playing it, I'm like, I'm so excited about it because I just love my niece and she's so great. And she gave me this wonderful song to write that like, I was super close to it. And it took, you know, I didn't even know that it wasn't there yet because I was like, oh, I love this song so much. And there was nothing per se, but you take it, tweak it a little bit and it's just that much better. Um, it just takes, you know, a step back and sometimes outside perspective to give you that view that like, oh, this has just, it could go just a little bit further. I get too close to things sometimes. And <laughs> a friend of mine has mentioned, it's, you get too precious about it. You like hold these things really close to you and you're very precious about them and you don't want to let them go, even if it's not serving them the best. So things like, or words or lyrics or melodies, it's like you get too precious about them and you're actually no longer doing them justice. You're just, you're being selfish with those things. So it was like, I don't, I don't even think that I'm being too precious about it at the time. And now I'm like, oh, that makes perfect sense. And I'm not mad about it. I'm actually very excited about it. So I love that song. I love playing it. It's fun. Well, Grace is obviously precious to you. <laughs> yes, she is. <laughs> Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.